0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you doing this morning? On uh, good
2: morning.
1: we uh, actually, uh, I think this taping will be the uh, the very last day of, uh, or the broadcast of this will be the last day of January 31st. Oh, wow! Uh, and uh, it's exciting stuff, and. Uh, and you and I, of course, are into January now and Christmas is over. We just had the great, uh, shared yesterday about the great party, uh, celebration mm-hmm. of life, Milestone. It's really reminder of God's, you know, part of God's uh, life for us mm-hmm. is to gather and honor each other and have celebrations yes. around, you know, marriage and uh, birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas You know, just things that that we're just just uh, there's there's something about sweet fellowship
0: Mm -hmm. uh, that reminds
1: us of keep having this uh, opportunity, Um, and and I think you said it is that you know we have an immediate family, but our really our inner circle family Mm -hmm. is to be part of that life that we keep celebrating. Remember, you know, and God reminds us take the time Mm
0: -hmm. to
1: celebrate and just relax. Uh, there, we're not going to work on anything specific for your plans going forward. Just take a break and enjoy the feast, so to speak. Right. You know, so. And in
2: fact, he had rhythms throughout the Bible yeah. commanded actually for the Israelites to do that, yep. to stop and to celebrate. And I, you know, it's so fun when you look at wedding celebrations. Truly it is a celebration when two Christians are coming together, a yeah. celebration of covenant. And and the picture it is a picture of God's covenant with His people as well, yeah. and so such a reason to celebrate, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, particularly as parents um, and then grandparents, it's and that's why you pray for your children to marry other believers. And when and, and mm-hmm. when I take people through uh, the premarital part, uh, it's really do you both have a heart to follow God? Because mm-hmm. uh, when you do, and we got to see it. There's a specialness to that. There's a sweetness yes. to that and a reminder of that. And by the way, we know, you and I know, that Caleb and, and Olivia are going to have a spectacular life because they have a heart to follow God. Yes.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And
1: that brings great joy to everybody around them. And so um, that's why if you have a heart, you know, and, a, and a keep praying for and, and help your children and grandchildren marry spouses and help them both. Well, let's go learn to follow God together, mm-hmm. um, and we'll join Absolutely. you. You know, join you in that, and it's fun. We get to do that right now with our grandkids, particularly about colleges and and things, and just it's so so fun to see them walk with God and let God right. deliver things to to them. Um,
2: and honestly, isn't it fun? Just on a side note, to see them, like I think about, you know, Dan's and my story, and even yours and Linda's story, and. You know, we were both a little later really getting what it is to walk, walk with God, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. And so with each passing generation, as we teach them younger and younger, they are learning from an earlier age how to really navigate life in that and the blessings beyond that are going to ripple out of them walking so young, so early, head over heels in love with God and surrendered to him. Like I I believe we're just seeing the beginning of the ripple effects of that. And I love that.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. Um, A couple of things that, um, you know, just as we're talking about prayer. Remember, prayer is just life with God, dialogue, and the privilege of walking with him into situations, you know, with life Mm -hmm. and with things. Um, So um, I was down in Birmingham, uh, Alabama, uh, yesterday, uh, and uh, was doing uh, a partner and I, Jake Beckel, who's another leader in Living Waters, but he and I are partners, having founded a uh, compound pharmacy uh, what we call a roll up, which is acquiring these companies that are in an industry that actually need to join something bigger than be, by, be on their own. So it's kind of a right. neat, neat thing that we're get, able to do. Uh, but we're part of it. And so we're down to Birmingham and we're visiting a potential acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they're receiving us. And this guy, uh, who's a pharmacist, um, I would say he's not. Uh, let's say, uh, accomplished in acquisition or selling his company. So he brought in an advisor that's a friend of his from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Jake and I do, uh, a little bit what you talked about yesterday about how you approach your wedding, is that, uh, Father, what do you have to say about this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And show us what is your way with this, including, by the way, and we don't say, please make it happen. Right. It's rather help us understand the truth of this, including if it's not to be done, that's okay. Cause mm-hmm. that's your will. We're good with that. You know, just show us the truth and how do we do this? And if we're going to do it, what's the best way to do it? Um, and we've learned that we don't have a system for it. But mm-hmm. so we do this, 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 and this, and we'll get there. It's like, well, each one is unique. Uh, show us the way. Um, and right. we'll follow uh, and help us understand it. So, um,
2: can i before you go on with the story i'm just going to highlight what you're talking about there you're talking about the difference between letting go and surrendering right you know and a lot of times people think you know, letting go i'm just going to let go and let god and and surrendering is what you're talking about it's there is a let go element but it is a let go and submit to authority Yeah. You know, and yeah. so and you then, are when you surrender, you're submitting to him and allowing him to lead each step, whatever that looks like, and wherever that takes
1: it. Yeah, because then it becomes it moves from uh, I surrender my will, but then I when I hear your will, mm-hmm. I step into it.
2: Exactly. Um,
1: I actually that I'm, comes I'm, with I'm a, following I'm a, the authority. I'm, a, I'm a following it. I'm a, and I, I'm believing what you're going to do next is going to be true. You know, and so yes. Uh, so we, you know, we prayed, and uh, and all we prayed, we we uh, started with a dinner,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and this is where we're going to meet. We we had already had conversation with the seller on the phone, but we've never met the advisor. Okay, um, and he basically had told us that I'm bringing the advisor in because I really don't know everything about this, and mm-hmm. I need to have him advise me what to do are right. Uh, and we don't know who that guy is. You know, it's just somebody's going to show up. So um, uh, our prayer was, mm-hmm. uh, Father, just open up wisdom and understanding about who this guy is mm-hmm. and how do we relate to this guy. And so let's just have a nice dinner, but give us that. So we do. And mm-hmm. so there's four of us, and I happen to be sitting next to the advisor, um, and um, I said— uh, Tell me about your life. He said, mm-hmm. well, I'm married. Uh, I've been divorced, but I'm married uh, 11 years. Uh, and my wife, um, I said, well, what does she do? He says, well, she's very active in Christian stuff. Uh, mm. She went to seminary and got an MDiv. Wow. Oh, what? what where was that about? What? Do you, and what is she active in? And then... I said, well, uh, I have a master's uh, mm-hmm. from seminary, and um, I've been a pastor, and I'm in business, and I have an MBA, and he said, well, that's an interesting combination, and, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, so uh, so you've been active in these things, too, you know, yeah, and uh, so we had a common bond right away, you know, mm-hmm. and he was, he loved talking about it. That's uh, great. So he's talking, and he's sharing about the deals he's done, and, uh, you know, and he's, uh, he is. He has a little bit of an ego of, of things that you know. Look at what all of the stuff I've done, and, and uh, mm-hmm. but it's very cordial, very friendly. So we have this great dinner. So then Jake and I meet after dinner at the hotel, and I said, "Well, Jake, what you know? What did you understand about this?" And and he said, "Well, he's the key to the whole thing." I said, "Yep." I said, "Now here's what I got: is that we got to let him develop the plan of how to do it." And instead of us telling him we'd like to do it this way, let's let him tell us how he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll process it. Um, and I believe that he will have an answer that he'll embrace, and we just got to fall in line with it. And, and, you know, whatever's right and fair, we'll do, you know. And so, okay, let's do it that way. So uh, next morning, by the way, and I, I shared this at the last... Uh, I think it's going to be on the uh, 20th, uh, if you go back and look at the End Times one, but I was mm-hmm. part of that uh, national shutdown.
2: Right, uh, right.
1: So, uh, and this is always interesting. So uh, I'm up early and I get a text uh, that the system is down. And I said, uh-oh. You know, so I, I get on the internet and find out and the whole system's locked down for the entire country. And I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, going to have to try to get home. Right. You know? And so my first thought is, man, I could, I could be here for days.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Flights were canceled you know, across the nation. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, what do I do? And so I just said, Father, what do you got to say about this? And he just said, you'll be OK. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be late, but you'll still fly out today. I don't, I don't, you don't need to go do anything. Don't plan anything else. Just understand, mm-hmm. I'm going to get you home. And it's going to be a long day for you, and you're part of what you know. And we have a course called Ad, uh, Overcoming Adversity, right? And one of the characteristics of it are the different types. One of which is general adversity, mm-hmm. and it wasn't personal,
2: right? But hey, this
1: I'm was happening I, happen across the nation. <laughs> I happen to be a citizen. I happen to be a flyer uh, on the day that the whole system shuts down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Um, you're going to have to understand it. And, and so stay in your peace. Ask me what, I, what I'm going to do and I'll tell you what's mm-hmm. going to happen here. So that's what he did. So he told me, don't worry about it. And I was, I was a couple hours late, uh, but I got out, you know, and that was good news. So we go to this meeting um, and uh, this pharmacist is uh, very, super creative and he's kind of all over the map. Mm-hmm. Of things he likes, doesn't like, wants to do, doesn't want to do, you know, and all this stuff, and so he's describing, And we basically say, "Tell us about what what's going on." So he does. Um, so we're saying, "Okay, Father, how do we get to, to how the deal should be done?" Mm-hmm. Um, so God says, "Well, ask him these questions." And so we we start asking him questions. Um, okay, what about what about? And he and he starts to narrow from the you know all this potential to to this. Um, and then Jake uh, says, hey, by the way, um, I think I, I've, I can describe what you've said. <laughs> he reaches into his briefcase and pulls out a picture. He drew it two days ago.
2: Oh, you're kidding.
1: And he said, God, w- w- what do you want me to understand? And God gave him that picture.
2: I love that. I love that. And so that. He, he
1: pulls it out and puts it in front of everybody. And, and the guy says, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, and so we started now discussing around that picture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, okay, it works this way. And how is it going to work? And uh, what do we need to do? And, by the way, the advisor is kind of learning this along with us. So you could tell they hadn't even decided what they want to do yet. They were just gonna. They were actually gonna process with us. So Mm -hmm. uh, we started focusing on this picture. Uh, How's where's this guy? Where should this guy wind up? Because he didn't. He wanted to sell his pharmacy, but he wanted to be part of something bigger. Right. Uh, Okay. Where does that? Where does that? Where should he go? And God said, put him at the center, Mm. and come up with a way to do that. And so I was like, oh okay so I said if and I'm, I'm thinking okay if he's at the center and my questions were about how does he economically get rewarded for that right well because of this interesting possibility of, of transactional fees it was like we'll put him at the center and, and let him from there's gonna be three different players let all three basically pay him uh, out of that fee a a what they call a per click, uh, you know uh amount so it'd be like 50 cents mm-hmm. for every every sub, uh, prescription right um, and put him so he could get income that way everybody else will get what they're gonna get and it won't mm-hmm. it won't even impact them much oh that's awesome and this guy can do really really well and then he could have some what they call uh options or, or equity warrants in the different three different players um, so I said well why don't you Why don't you get in the center and we'll pay you, everybody will pay you, the other two players will have to agree to this, but we'll pay you that fee. And Mm -hmm. his advisor said, that, let's do that. Uh, So then he says, okay, let's talk about the sale of the company and um, he said, I think it should look this way. And the the advisor said, I think it should go this way. Mm -hmm. And so we said, okay, let's take that because God had already told us. Right. Take that, flush it out, come up with some uh, numbers And he'll agree to it, and basically Mm -hmm. that's what we did.
2: That's Um, beautiful.
1: And at the end of it, uh, he said, "Okay, do it this way, write it up this way." He even said, "Now this is over the top, you know, spectacular." Um, This pharmacist has a partner Mm -hmm. that is more of a silent partner, and he's going to be a a decision maker. Okay. So the advisor, we kind of come to, we'll do it this way, and he said, "Okay, let's do it that way." He said, and and, uh, he said, "Now write it up." and he said what I <laughs> nobody's ever said this to us by the way he says i want you to when you write it up offer less so that the partner has a chance to increase it and he'll feel good about it knowing that we're going to get to what we've agreed to but you go offer less to start with
2: oh interesting <laughs> and this is the advisor to the one this you're is actually the advisor selling it to it. The that's hilarious <laughs> and jake
1: jake and i look at each other like uh, thanks, God. No, we got it, you know? and so God orchestrated the whole thing. And so, the prayer life see is life today,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, real situations. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't God. Would you please make sure we get this acquisition, and I'll let you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's rather, we're going in. Right. Give us insight. Give us wisdom. Help us understand things what's true, including if you don't even want us to do this deal because you know something, we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but show us, show us, show us. And we know that during the process, we're going to have conversation with God. Right. And we're going to notice something. is like, oh, you know. And, and I was blown away. I said, Jake, because he we, you know we, we talked afterwards. I said, Jake, where did you get that picture? By the way, he hadn't given it to me.
2: Oh, that's amazing. He hadn't given it to it. me.
1: He hadn't shared it with me. Mm-hmm. He just says, I was praying about this two days ago, and God gave me this picture. I love it. And I, and I kind of had semi-forgot about it. And then when we're talking, it's like God reminded me, well, you've already drawn this out. Mm. And he puts it on the table, and then I said, do you see how cool that was, you know, that, that we get the privilege of having God guide us, lead us, and experience mm-hmm. it, and and the joy for us is God Himself. Absolutely, you know, yeah, it's fun to see the result of it, but it was fun just to be part of it.
2: Right, exactly, and in the midst of it, He's magnified. He's magnified, and even now, as you're sharing the story, He's magnified once again. Yeah, you know, it's just beautiful to watch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's very exciting to be part of it. And uh, and that's what you know the, the life with God is all about. So as we continue our discussion with Nehemiah, we left him last time at uh, the end of the four months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he'd been praying. Um, what's How's it going to work? God gave him the plan, gave him the, uh, the in- information. It's going to work this way. You do this. Uh, he woke up that day and said, today's the day. And then he, he did. He asked for it. Uh, God gave it to him, and he gave him yes you can go i'm going to give you protection and i'm going to give you materials Mm -hmm. Uh, so get going Uh, okay so let's pick it up uh in verse now chapter 2 verses 11 uh, through uh, 20. sure it says
2: so i came to jerusalem and was there three days then i arose in the night i and a few men with me i told no one what my god had put on my heart to do at jerusalem nor was there any animal with me except the one which I rode. And I went out by night through the valley gate to the serpent well and the refuse gate and viewed the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down and its gates were burned with which were burned with fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal under me to pass. So I went up to the night. I went up in the night by the valley and viewed the wall. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate, and so returned. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the others who did the work. Then I said to them, You see the distress that we are in now, how Jerusalem lies waste, and its gates are burned with fire? Come and let us build the walls of Jerusalem, that we may no longer be a reproach. And I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, Let us rise up and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official and Geshem the Arab heard of it, they laughed at us and despised us and said, What is this thing that you are doing? Will you rebel against the king? So I answered them and said to them, The God of heaven himself will prosper us therefore we his servants will arise and build and you have no heritage or right or memorial in jerusalem yep
1: so um you know he he was given permission to go and he goes Um, when he arrives there which by the way probably took at least a month by the way Mm -hmm. to get there um, what did he do
2: well, actually, he's waiting for a little bit. He came to Jerusalem and he was there for three days yeah. before anything even
1: transpired. Yeah, and then, he, and then what does he do? Where, where does he go? He goes out and he inspects
2: mm-hmm. the
1: entire system. The different
2: gates, the cities, what's going on yeah.
1: there. Yeah. Um, and he didn't, interesting enough, he says, and I haven't yet told anybody what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just here. And nobody even knows what I'm doing. Right. But I am gathering know, I,
2: information.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. now think about why did he go out and inspect the gate or the gates on the wall? Because God said so.
2: Right. Okay, right. now, part of
1: the plan when you get to Jerusalem,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the first
1: thing I want you to do is go do an assessment. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: now, uh, the assessment was the reality of something that he'd never seen before. So he'd never been to Jerusalem. One. Right. And it wasn't, and this is important, so that did God tell him ahead of time every little detail? No. He just said, when you get there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: do an assessment. And right. now you'll know the truth of mm-hmm. what's really there. Right. And, and by the way, and, and we'll see this, that he, in essence, recorded it. Mm-hmm. so he probably drew a map and he made notes mm-hmm. uh, of the assessment because god said it when you build the wall it's going to be it has to be very specific mm-hmm. it can't be with just good luck it's you're going to have to know what to do step by step by step now by the way now this is important too is nehemiah a, a contractor <laughs> no no you know, he's a cupbearer
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But God is teaching him, here's what I want you to do to lead this construction project. And I need you to, you know, take detailed notes and do an assessment. So he does. Um, he goes out and does an assessment. And uh, and then um, he gathers everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and in verse 17 and 18, what does he tell them?
2: He tells them actually the vision that God has given him to yep. do
1: this. Yeah, so that um, I'm not here because it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not here because I think I'm a great leader. Mm-hmm. I'm here because God sent me. And let me describe to you how this worked. Right. I heard in December and I prayed for four months and God said and God spoke. Mm-hmm. And there became a day when this happened and the king did this and God did this. And here, here it is. And we're, I'm here because, and, and by the way, he's reminding everybody the fundamental reason for this is what? God's promise mm-hmm. that I'll restore you if you have a heart to be restored. Right. And I do. And God said, this is it. And this is the time. And the people have a heart to be restored. So everything that we've thought about the covenant and the, and the promise of that is going to happen right now. Here we go. And it's all about God, not about us. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, in verse uh, uh, 18, what did they say? Let's go.
2: <laughs> let us rise up and build. Okay, we're 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 in.
1: We get it. Mm-hmm. We get it. We're we're ready to go. And we're gonna basically we're gonna let you lead us
0: mm-hmm.
1: because God is speaking to you and giving you the mantle of leadership. Right. So uh, we're gonna follow, knowing that you're following God. We're gonna follow what you say and let you lead us. By the way, they're following a cupbearer. Mm-hmm. But they've they've heard that God's mantle is on him, and they said yes. Okay, so immediately, what happens? They get they get uh, uh, opposition. Right. Uh, okay. Now, think about how how life is going to work. Remember, we're dealing with powers and principalities. God said, "I have a will, mm-hmm. and here's what I'm up to to give you covenant life." Who's against that?
2: The enemy is the for enemy. sure.
1: Yeah. Um, and what is the enemy's goal?
2: Steal, kill and destroy <laughs> to thwart God's will mm-hmm.
1: and I if I can get you distracted fighting arguing thinking mm-hmm. working worrying fearful not willing to go uh, going to fatalism whatever happens mm-hmm. happens then I can God's God, the enemy says I can thwart God's will which by the way he does right. a, he does a lot because people don't follow. Right. Um, so they come and said, basically, uh, you'll never get it done. You don't have the horsepower to do it. One and two is if you do it, we're going to report you to the king, who you're going to you're coming against. And of course, Nehemiah already knows something. I've already got permission from the king, so that I don't care about that. And you don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have no part in this because God said, and he makes an emphatic statement. You have no right or heritage here. I do.
0: Hmm. And it doesn't
1: matter what you say, because God is way superior to you. And I'm not going to even at the moment bother myself with you guys. Um,
2: You know, one of the things I love about this is looking back at the preparation that God had him where he could so confidently answer this, Um, I think. Sometimes, at least I know I have done this myself, I don't know if you've ever done this, but God will share a vision of something with me, of something he wants to do, much like he did for Nehemiah back four months previously. And I get so excited that out of the shoot, I'm telling everybody, and I haven't even processed it through with God yet. And the beauty of what Nehemiah did is taking those four months to truly process it. He had such confidence in what he heard from God that when God said, okay, now is the time to share, there were hearts already prepared to hear, and and when opposition came, he didn't go, oh, maybe I didn't hear right, maybe I got this wrong, maybe I, no. He had months in conversation with God, and God solidifying what he was speaking to him in order to give him the confidence, when that opposition comes, you can stand on what I said because you heard
1: correctly. Yeah, yep. and uh, that he understood uh, and by the way, we understand it, that um, as you're walking into my will, guess what? You're going to have opposition. You are going to have yeah. opposition. Here's what I want you to do with this. Uh, don't mm-hmm. be afraid of it. Don't get distracted by it. Uh, you have right. the right. You have the right to be here. They don't. And I'm way superior to them. Uh So, right. so you, you and all, all that you just said, see, it involved all of that. Understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now uh, just read the first uh, two verses of chapter 3. This is interesting. <clears throat>
2: okay. Then, uh, how do you say that? Eliashib? Yep. Eliashib, I don't know.
1: Eliashib? The high priest
2: rose up. Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren and priests and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They built as far as the Tower of the Hundred and consecrated it, then as far as the Tower of Hananel, next to Iliashib, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zachorah, the son of
1: Imri built. Okay, by the way, all of chapter three is, here's who built what? Um,
2: built these gates, built yes. Built these gates, <laughs> these
1: pieces of the wall, et cetera. So, um, the plan, when, when God gave him the plan, it was do mm-hmm. the assessment, and then assign, the people that care about that gate or section to mm-hmm. that place. Right. And you discover who should go where, and then you make the assignments and you put them at, at their location. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll just take the first one. The priest built the sheep gate. Right. Okay. Now, now think about that. What relationship do the priest have with the sheep gate?
2: Mm, I love that. Yeah. So they, you know, you talk about shepherding a people. Well, shepherding you know. the
1: people, and I remember the temple is going to get back in business. Mm-hmm. And what happens at the temple? The killing of that's sheep. That's where
2: sacrifices take place. Of the sheep. And Who the cares sheep about will be that? Coming in. Yes. The priest. the priest Definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's that's their place. Is mm-hmm. is they care about this, and they're going to have a special connection to that place. Mm-hmm. So put them there. Um, Everybody else is what's important to them in front of their own house. Uh, He Mm -hmm. assigned everybody that God knew had a more than just building something, which they all all wanted to do. They have a little bit even further connectivity. A vested
2: interest, right? A
1: vested interest at this particular location. Mm -hmm. And he made the assignments. Um, Mm. And it was how did he do that? Well, he wouldn't know to do that by himself. Mm -hmm. God said, hey, by the way, when you get there, do the assessment, then tell them. Now make the assignments and get everybody so that they don't have to worry about the whole. They just gotta do their piece of it. Right. And if you get enough people around the wall doing their piece of it, this ain't gonna take that long, Mm -hmm. Uh, which by the way, we'll find out. Uh, So um, God's fulfillment of his will is very precise specific and has to happen in reality to be fulfilled mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah I want you to build the wall go figure it out good luck it was now I'll guide you and lead you every step of the way because just like I was talking about our our deal with in, in Birmingham is God says I know what I'm doing <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so why don't you follow me instead of you figuring out what you got to do Right. Uh, and don't just pray to me, God make it happen, uh, or I'll make it happen. Bless what I'm going to do. Why don't you talk to me, and I'll keep guiding you step by step by step. And right. that's that's what happened with Nehemiah. So now he's got people in place to actually do the work
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, around the entire system. You know, so it's it's, re, it's really remarkable to see how how God works with uh, the beauty of how He approached it. The information he got, the instruction he got, and then it was okay. Now that I know the wall and the assessment of the wall, now what? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, who do I? How do I assign it? Do it this way. Uh, now what? You know, so it's it's not the whole thing. It's just step by step by step, knowing right. knowing what is going to happen. So it's it's so it's so fun to talk about it. It's it's just beautiful. So we'll we'll pick it up again next time to finish one more story with Nehemiah because uh, he's got so such rich things involved with with uh, things in his life of how he talked yeah. about,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just a beautiful example of walking in a prayer life with him. Right. Yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. If this has brought up questions for you, send them in to us at questions at AHJ dot com and we will be happy to bring them on the podcast and look forward to talking to you again soon and yeah. have a great day. Yep. We'll
1: see you soon.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See